Breakcore Talk, Channel Zero, No Windows, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome to the No End House Watchers. You have now entered room three, or I guess episode three. I like room three. It's definitely getting creepier as we go along. Uh, hey, Court. Yeah. Beware of the memory-stealing cannibals. I know, right? Like, it's given me definite body snatcher vibes, mm-hmm. but like with memories, it's awesome. Yeah, it, more and more as it goes through, is like, okay, everything's starting to make a little bit more sense here, and I get it, and things are bad. Bad, bad, bad. Oh, for sure. But, <laughs> it's going to get worse, probably. Oh, I'm, we're in episode three of six. We got three more episodes to get worse, so. Oh, Yeah. But before we get started with that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook, and you can also find us on Facebook a couple of times. We have our Van Helsing um, podcast group, and of course, they are just growing, and they're getting ready for Thursday night's premiere of Season 2. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And we have our regular Brad and Court Talk Pure Fandom podcast group, where we talk about just about everything. So, if you like talking TV, shows, books, movies... Drop in and you know, give us a holler. No, most definitely. We actually got a uh, Van Helsing interview coming up tomorrow. Um, well, coming up yes, today, we Wednesday. Yes, we do. And yeah, it's going to be interesting. Looking forward yeah, to One it. of the new characters. She sounds very, very cool. Yes. I'm so looking forward to that show coming back on Thursday. We'll get some more TV <laughs> going on because we don't yeah, have enough TV. Um, Oh, yeah, like the fall season is in full, mm-hmm. like all geared up, and most of my shows are back, so I'm very happy, yes. very excited. Like my little reminder on the TV is scheduled, so it just automatically switches over. I love it. Sweet. So <laughs> what was this episode? Well, this episode was um, very aptly titled, Beware of the Cannibals. And we remember that sign, right? Right. So episode three, Beware the Cannibals, Margot finally accepts that she's in a pretty bad situation. The house continues its mind games with Jules. Dylan, a.k.a. Backpack Guy, tries to deprogram his wife. Not JD meets up with the others, and Margot connects with Seth, who is definitely not what he seems. What is up with the ball and Jules? I'm telling you, it reminds me of like... um, I keep wanting to call it a pod, like in um, the Body Snatchers, but mm-hmm. it also reminds me of the uh, amniotic sac, you know, when um, babies are in their mama's bellies or whatever, and they're just being incubated until it's time for them to come out. So every time she touches it, you know how the cannibals, they need to touch you to get your memories and everything. So Jules keeps touching that thing, and like her memories are are being like gathered so that it can form another one of those guys like the father like when the father was touching Margot's head in episode two i think it was Mm -hmm. and um like he was feeding on her memories and down in the the garage suddenly there goes her mom created from the memories so somehow the house is doing that same thing with jewels it feels like except she's the one that's touching the orb like it has her under some kind of spell it feels like so it's doing the same thing what happened to to Margot, 
like she said though, she has she knew that her mom was there when she came downstairs at one time. She's like, "There's somebody missing, and I just don't know who it is." Right. And then she was telling Jules that you know she had a mom memory in uh, a mom memory hole in her brain. Right. She she knew mm-hmm. that she had a mother. She just didn't remember anything because her dad had eaten that memory, basically. Oh, that's- Wow. But, like, that's insane, right? Yeah. But so. But that makes sense because that's what happened with um, Dylan's wife and the others who are just stuck in that house. They they have lost who they are because their memories are being eaten by the cannibals. Exactly. And we saw what happened to DJ. DJ's alter self killed him off. This is what has me. I'm. This is where I'm a little confused at what's going on. Because with mm-hmm. Jules, she had the thing with the orb and we saw her create another body. And I thought was it was that her. Jules? Did th- it look like her? I thought it was her. I thought it was another. See, Jules. I keep getting it confused. I, I'm, I'm waiting for the moment to come when we find out that the Jules that we're seeing right now is the same thing as with JD, where they've killed our Jules, who we happen to love very, very much, and like she's been replaced by this pod person. But they haven't killed her. That was at the beginning of it, and at the end, oh, we saw we that she went back know. down into the garage. And she had a whole brain sucking thing going on where it had like five more puddles that were forming. Right. All right. So remember last week when we were talking about um, that flashback to before she met up with Margo at Margo's house, like the night she came back from college. Right. So that scene where she's in the bathtub and she's remembering with her sister and the pizza and her mom. Are they dead? Do you think they're dead? her, Her mom and everything? Yeah, because at one point in the episode, um, she says that Margot is the closest thing that she has to a sister. Mm-hmm. But we saw her sister. See, that's what I said like, before. I thought her mom and everything was dead. I th- I thought that well, happened her, at one her point. Her sister too, maybe, unless that was a cousin or something. And we just never saw that flashback of it. It was like something that happened previously or whatever, and that was it. I that was my understanding of it. I mean, I could be wrong on that fact, and we just haven't got to the whole thing, but. I, we may not have gotten to the whole fact just yet. I feel like everything's jumbled up on purpose just to keep us like guessing as to what's going on. Now, more so with the whole Jules thing and her creating, at the end of it, more people. And mm-hmm. we saw the other thing, the, the fake Jules that was created. I think that's the one that's been running around with Seth and JD and Margot. The real Jules is still stuck. She's... In the house, in that house that they're room in. Room five. Right. Yeah. But she's a uh, room six, but she's in the house, but we just haven't seen her. We're, we've been watching the copy of her going to look for him. Because if you look at the fact that when they were running to find Margot after Margot broke out of her house, as we're jumbled all up here in the story, no one really reacted any that strangely to the fact that Margot's dad killed the guy with the hose. Yeah, that was a, a very bloody sprinkler. That was crazy. Um, Margo kind of freaked out about it. Margo did, but no like one maybe else. Maybe it's just the thing with the house. But the other, like the other ones, Jules didn't really. They didn't take take it as that much. It was just like, yeah, okay, it kind of happened. So that leads to the fact that it may not be the real Jules. Right. Like I would not be surprised if it's not. But. On another note, the guy that got killed, the lady that was standing in the yard who was just, you know, not doing anything, freaked out about it when it happened. So mm-hmm. was the guy in well, the yard the fake one or was the lady the fake one? 
either way. I think the lady was the fake one. I think what's happening, because like when he talked to, when she was trying to get help from the guy, like he was kind of out of it. Like we've seen with JD's girl, the fake JD's little girlfriend. Right. And um, with backpack guy's wife. I feel like every house in the neighborhood has a real person. And then they have uh, the creation, like the father that's feeding on the memories. So they ha- they all have a cannibal. So I feel like she was the cannibal and she was upset because, uh, hey, dude, you killed him the food. You killed the guy who I'm feeding on right now. What's what's up? Yeah, I, I go with that. I feel like it has to be very specific. Like uh, the father can only get what he needs from Margo. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Every house in there has its own little thing going on. Yeah, I, I just think it's very, very, very funny that fake JD killed the real JD. Like you would think that he would need him longer. Uh, you would have thought so too, but I guess not. I mean, he right off the bat, he kind of took him out. So we know he's totally gone and dead. Yeah. Oh, burned. Yes. Burned beyond belief, which, mm-hmm. okay. What are the other, the freaky part that you had going on was, uh, good morning, Margo. Good morning. Oh my Margo. God. Good morning. That was Margo. after her closet. <laughs> Yeah, and her closet's all yeah. So there's something, mm-hmm, yeah. Twilight Zone about her closet. <laughs> yeah, that closet had some issues going on there. Yeah, and she kind of the thing with her father practicing in the mirror. At this point, she she knows it's not him, but she's going along with whatever's happening in the house because she still wants to know what she needs to know about why her real father killed himself. So she's willing to overlook the uh, good morning, Margo. Right. And, and that, eat his waffles. Yeah, with the, all the syrup in it that she actually didn't even eat until she saw her mom's face in there that she didn't know was her mom. That's where everything kind of started coming together. Where she also realized that talking to her father was the same. He was telling her everything that she wanted to know. He didn't want mm-hmm. her to leave the house, though. So that's where everything went right. bad. Yeah, I mean, you would think that she would definitely want to get out of the house after seeing what was in the garbage. But he wouldn't let her out. Yeah, and of course, when she tries to get out of the window, it's like bulletproof glass or something. Well, we know what happens if you leave the house. There's an option that you're escaping your room. So they want to keep you there so they can eat your memories. Right. And she ends up going out her closet door, which was an interesting fact. That was different. That was a cool escape hatch. I love the fact that it let out in the pool. And enough for her to take off and take off running after away from him. Uh, oh, for sure. One of the things that we had before this was we saw the guy in the picture with Lacey. Mm-hmm. Her husband, like I said last week, was totally the guy who was chasing her down. Uh-huh. So who is that person? I guess, you mean like who in her life is that guy? Yeah. I don't know. Like you would think that she would have conjured up a a picture of Dylan in her head the same way Margot conjured up a picture of her father. So I I don't know who that guy is. And we know Um, why she doesn't. Dylan didn't seem to recognize him at all. But she, like if anything was good with her, if anything was left of her, like his reaction to her being tied to the chair was been the main kickoff, the only thing that you need, the main tip off that, oh, everything's not right with this guy. I'm tied up here and he's still acting all like everything's hunky dory. Yeah, there's that. It's it's enough to make you go, mm, that was not right. But we also yeah. know why Lacey doesn't remember anything 
because he's already sucked all those memories out. Everything that, you know, mm-hmm. was before is gone. Like we kind of got the idea with, with Margo, why sh- no one knows mm-hmm. anything. Yep. Chekhov's loaded trap doors. Yeah. So you know how the whole thing with uh, Chekhov's loaded gun, how if there's a gun in a room in a scene, like, you know, it's going to go off. Oh, yeah. So like when they escape, like when the three of them escape into that that house, that unfinished house, and there's that trap door and you see that somebody puts a tarp over it. Come on. Like that was clearly going to be where the father was going to fall through at some point in time. Right. I thought it was really cool, though. Yeah. And, and you know what? And that's where, you know, Margo confronts him about everything. But when he fell through, when the tarp slid into the hole, did you notice the tarp was falling for a very, very long time? Yes. It, like, it looked like you would think of a, a well. It looks super deep. But maybe it's just like the thing with the, the um, it comes out in another place. And it's not like he's alive, so he's not going to be hurt. Do you think uh, that was the end of her father? That we will see him no. again? Like, I don't think what they need has been resolved yet. And you don't get this actor just for three episodes. <laughs> but he he played a good role for it. So you okay? He did. So he's going to come back in the next episode. Is what you're going with? Yeah, that's what I'm going with. He did not get the same treatment as uh, Lacey's fake husband. <laughs> okay. I see. I was just wondering about that because we know that uh, we she uh, Margot has moved on now. She's with Seth, mm-hmm. right? And Seth, who actually noticed that DJ was picking at his skin, and then also noticed that DJ was peeling his skin and said, dude, you're falling apart already. Uh-huh. Seth was never there. I told you there. I didn't trust him. Yeah, Seth, Seth is part of the house. He's not real. I think he is real. He was outside of the house at some point in time. I, I feel like he, some kind, he somehow got pulled into the house when he was younger. Okay. But it never consumed him like it consumed everybody else. Maybe it used him like as a lure for others. Was maybe. That, I don't think Seth is actually there. I, I think that's a, the fake Seth. I don't know if Seth actually Yeah, but made how it. was he outside of the house? Uh, see, this is how I just think he was created there because that's what uh, JD needed to have him something. So there. if you are created, um, let's say JD consumed every part of the other JD that he could and he was fully formed. So you think he could exist outside of the house? No, I don't mean. I'm not saying right or wrong. It's very possible. Like, who, who knows? We don't know. Like, it's it's creepy pot pasta. Right. Like. Anything goes with the show. Right, but I just don't think Seth is... I think Seth is a creation of the house. He never was outside of it. He never was there. He was just there when JD came. Well, no, he was He was outside of the house. He he met them at the bar, remember? Right, right, but I think he took another exit. I don't think he made it through uh, room five. That's what I'm going with. He's just a record. No, when, in the first episode, when they first meet him, like, there at that bar, like, right. they the house first they go to that bar first and then they get the idea to go to the house later unless everything's been a total mind f and they've been in the house since the beginning right but they were separated on the third room right so right uh, right after blue room that that's the last time that we saw anybody was on the third room I'm so saying- you're thinking that that seth was definitely real at some point in time 
But everybody that Margot has encountered since she got separated from everybody, they're they're just not real. Right. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Okay. And I got you. Like we know Jules is real. At one point in yeah. time, she was real. We know JD right. was real. We don't know about Seth because Seth is the only person on this whole entire show that we have not seen anything that has affected him one way yeah, or the other. Like I, I feel like he was always in on it though. Right. That's what I mean. I, that's why I think that Seth was a creation of the, of the house and mm -hmm. him sitting on the stoop right before, right. At, uh, when, uh, uh, DJ came out or JG, JD mm -hmm. came out. He was just that he was created at that point from his memories. And it right. just grew from there. I don't know. I'm just, that's what I'm going with. We'll have to see. We need oh, some more episodes to go for it. Like I said, anything goes with this show. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of craziness, that's for sure. So they climb up onto Margot and Seth, climb up onto the water tower, and they're able to find out that the house is way in the distance hiding. Mm -hmm. So they, now they know where they have to go to to get to it. Right. And backpack guy shows up. Everybody's in the same house. So well, I forgot what was his name. Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. Yes. Dylan. And I think Lacey, right? Right. Okay. And I, well, we know that Dylan's real and we know that Margo's real. That's the only two that I think are, well, Lacey could be real too, but that's the only two that Lacey's I definitely real. She's just completely out of it now. Like her memories are gone. I, it's, yeah, I'm at a loss on what's going to happen with next week's episode. It's going to be awesome. I I'm enjoying it because it's like, there's a lot of lot going into it, a lot of you know possibilities of things happening, and with JD wondering what will happen if he would leave the the room, also would he survive out there or not? It's a good question. Right. Would he or would he just stop working? But I feel like. He's falling apart because he didn't get everything he needed out of the other JD. I think you're right. I think that's totally true. He didn't get everything. He got just enough to survive, and that was all. He should have ate a lot more than he did. Right. He was very arrogant, too. Very much so. Well, you got anything left on this one? I think that's it. Did we find out more about... um? The people in the cages yet? Uh, no, we have not. Nothing else came up okay. with that. Okay. So, yeah, we'll definitely talk more about this next week. I'm yes. very much looking forward to the the rest of this show. I can't believe it was only six episodes. I know. This is going to be crazy. I know, right? It's just it's getting them out there, but, hey, it's enough to get it done. Get the story told. Don't oh, for sure. It. Like, get it told and then get ready for more creepy pasta. Yes. Two more seasons. Can't wait. All <laughs> right. So if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the awesome stuff going on over there. Like we said earlier, we got a bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, we got an interview with someone from Van Helsing, uh, interview with somebody from uh, Dirk Gently's uh, Holistic uh, Detective Agency, and mm -hmm. Van Helsing thing coming out and stuff and things. We got something else lined up later on. We just haven't heard back from it yet. So we yeah. got a lot of stuff. And our horror casts, like we're trying to get the first one released at some point next week. Yep. So uh, keep an eye out for that. 
Yep, probably would have been sooner, but I've been sickly, so didn't happen. It's okay, B. Yeah. We want you to feel better. Yeah, well, I'm getting there. Just need to go <laughs> into room six, and I'll be fine. Yeah, stay out of room six, okay? <laughs> I'll work on that. <laughs> so until next time, are you sure it's just a sunburn? That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.